Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 522, and today I am pumped because we're going to be talking about new advanced Facebook marketing and advertising to build your brand, and I'm going to be having on, once again, my good friend, a buddy of mine, Rick Mulready from The Art of Paid Traffic, his podcast, and uh, yeah, I am excited to have him back on because the conversation that we had, because I reached out to him, I said, you know what, I want to know kind of like what's happening here in the world of Facebook ads. Everything is changing, especially with the privacy um, issues and all of that stuff. I need to get you back on and we need to kind of get to the bottom of this and really understand where we should be focusing our time and what we should be learning and applying in our businesses. So that's what you're going to be learning here is advanced, more advanced stuff that we're going to be talking about. Now, if you want to go back to a past episode, I did two of them with Rick. The one that I would recommend is episode 393. And that one there, we talked about how to find and drive traffic using Facebook ads and increase sales. So it's a little bit more of a beginner's training in that one because both of these, actually even today's that you're going to be listening to is a training. It's like we're going through and kind of figuring out how to list build, how to uh, use targeting, how to use the new messenger uh, phenomenon that we're all hearing about in this shiny object, um, custom audience building, all of these different things. We really talk about how these can be applied to your business, what you should be focusing on, what you shouldn't be focusing on, how to do it right, how people are doing it wrong, all of those things. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Now, I would definitely recommend going to that episode after you listen to this one if you are at the very beginning stages. The other thing I would do is I would go check out a free training that him and I did a few months back, and it's still up. I'm going to leave the replay up so you guys can go check it out, and that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training, okay? So theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. Again, I'll link this all up in the show notes. These show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 522. All right. So guys, I'm going to stop talking so you can listen to this conversation, this training really that I had with my good friend, Rick Mulready. Well, hey, Rick, welcome back to the podcast, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Scott. Thanks so much for having me back on. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm excited to get you back. And it's it's kind of like you almost have to come back like every six months just to kind of keep us uh, in the game as far as Facebook. Every month. Yeah, every month we need an update from Rick Mulready. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to get you back on because... There's a lot of changes in, uh, you know, in Facebook, just like there is yep. Amazon, just like there is YouTube, like Google, yep. whatever. Right. And yep. I really wanted to get you on. I know we've had you on in the past, talked about like how to set up ads and all that stuff. And that's, you know, basic stuff. And, and that's fine. And I'll link up the show notes or the links to that in the show notes. But I really want to dive into like what is working right now for us to yep. build our list, to get, you know, people over to our offers, like what is working right now? That's really what I want to dig into. I want you to also kind of give us a little behind the scenes as far as like, you know, you've worked with clients, you've got students, like what's working for them, what's not working. And we can kind of like take a little shortcut here. Yeah. I mean, you're right. This stuff's changing so frequently. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's literally like on a weekly basis right now that things are, things are updating. And, you know, I want to kind of, um, quell the fears, if you will. Is yeah. that the right word? Quell the fears? Yeah, that well, sounds good. Quell the fears <laughs> that, that are, 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 uh, are, are rampant. What I, what I see right now over the past, you know, couple months, as far as like all the data privacy and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Look, 
I, I think this all this number one just kind of start off here. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that Facebook was sort of the um, the 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 company to take the biggest beating, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I, I have a feeling that company, other big companies, I don't like maybe, maybe like I would say Amazon, maybe Google, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we're pretty happy about that because they got to, you know, straighten up their things, mm-hmm. their policies in the background yeah. where Facebook was kind of, t- you know, the one taking a beating. So I think this is a good thing. I think this is all the changes for, from a, from a privacy, uh, and data policy perspective, I think is a really good thing. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're recording this on the 24th, uh, today's the 24th, right? 24th of May. Yeah. Tomorrow, um, GDPR goes into effect, the whole general data protection thing. So all this stuff I think is a really good thing and just going to be going to make the platform on Facebook even better going forward. Um, and they're just kind of taking the lead on this, all this stuff. And as advertisers, you know, there's a lot of advertisers talking about, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of pull back a little bit. It's, I, I kind of laugh at that. I mean, I understand the ones who are, are doing it to kind of take stock and, and looking at trying to better figure out how truly well their ads are performing. Mm -hmm. I get that, but it's like, where else are you going to go? You know, like where else are you going to go, Mr. Advertiser? <laughs> right, Seriously. Right. right. Um, so Facebook is not going away anytime soon. Uh, it is still the most cost effective and efficient platform out there to be marketing your business um, online. So, you know, I, I'd say like, let's let's just start there. You know, that that Facebook is not going away. And, and have they made other, you know, lots of changes that advertisers need to be aware of for sure? You know, like they're doing away with like partner category targeting, which means which is that third party um, uh, agreements that they had with other companies like Axiom and Experian and so forth, where they got some purchase data, for example, once people were off of Facebook and we as advertisers could take advantage of that. They're now doing away with that. They're phasing that out over the next couple of months here. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to be using what they're calling first party data, which is, you know, user data on the platform. So they obviously know a lot about, um, its users. So, you know, there, is there going to be an adjustment with some of this stuff? Yes. Um, I truly didn't know many people, honestly, who were using the partner category, uh, data out of all my students and stuff. We really didn't use it a whole lot, um, if at all in our business. So I don't, I don't see that as a big, um, deal. Now with that said, if you are advertising on the platform right now, and as Facebook is, is doing away with some of these things, and I believe today was the date that they were, uh, rolling out those big changes from a, uh, targeting perspective. So they were changing some of the targeting things that the partner category data was affecting. Um, the cool thing was, is that Facebook had a note right in your ads manager that said about this change. And they said, you know, you can click here to see what ad sets or campaigns that are affected by this. So they've been pretty good about that. Um, you know, other changes that are going on, Facebook is making a big push right now in the whole area of data and analytics. And I, and I, I don't mean that from the perspective of like, data privacy and stuff that we we're just talking about. I mean that in this perspective of data or excuse me, Facebook is doing a lot to make more data and more analytics available to us based on how well our ads are performing. Mm. And so, you know, they're really trying to, to help us make, um, better data based, uh, decisions, you know, data decisions on how well our ads are doing and, and, you know, and the hypothesis and all that stuff based on the data that we're seeing and they're making available to us on how well our ads are performing. Well, and, so I, think and that, really I mean, that, I mean, Rick, that doesn't that always come down to though? Like, 
it's just like Amazon, the same thing, right? It's like their main goal is to display ads or products, whatever you're doing, whatever platform to the right people, right? Absolutely. So for us as marketers, we're really being able to fine tune even at a greater you know level versus yep. before you were still doing good, but they're trying to make it even, even better for the, the end user. Yes, we're marketers, so we can take advantage of that. It's the same yep. thing with Amazon, right? It's like they're making changes. So that way they're the people that are trying to game the system or get in front of the wrong people. It's not going to be as easy to do. Exactly. Exactly. And as marketers, this is making us better, better marketers, of course. you know, because, you know, maybe we don't get to rely on some of the things that Facebook has made available for so long, mm-hmm. but, as marketers, I, I think this is a, an amazing thing because like I just mentioned, and like you're saying, Sky, like it just makes us better marketer. We of have course. to, you know, stop relying on going on autopilot and really do the work of trying to understand who our target customers are and how we can best serve them and how can we add value to them and thus sell more of our uh, stuff, if you mm-hmm. will. So, okay. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this. Let's, I, I want to dig into, to really like a targeting question in a sense because I think yeah. that, that's a big thing for a lot of people. It's like, I have my products or I have my services, whatever it is. I want to get my, you know, my message or my, my products in front of the right people. And like targeting is like, I believe like one of the most important things to really understand and, and get a grasp on because if you don't have that right, you're putting the wrong message in front of the wrong person. Um, yep. So let me ask you this. If I have, again, I want this to be a little bit next level. So mm-hmm. like, Let's say, for example, I have a I have a customer list. Okay, I have an yep. email list of customers that had purchased mm-hmm. from me. All cool. right, now that could be um, an email list, or it could just be names, addresses, whatever. Right, and sure, I sure. upload that into my Facebook Ads Manager. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to leverage that list? Yeah, I'm glad that you actually started off with that, Scott, because that's. This is truly what Facebook wants us doing Mm -hmm. from a targeting perspective. How quickly can we build these uh, warm audiences, if you will? So our customer list, our email list, our site visitors, our, you know, people engaging with our videos and so forth. The quicker that we can build these warm custom audiences, as Facebook calls it, um, and then leverage, uh, excuse me, uh, lookalike audiences, that is really where Facebook wants us to focus our efforts. I'm not saying don't do cold, tra- you know, cold traffic sure. targeting, like interest targeting, but the more, the quicker that we can do this strategy, the better. Okay. Um, so if you've got your list of customers, you know, there's a couple different things you can do with that. Number one, yes, you definitely want to upload that list. And the bigger the list, the better, because there's more data that you're giving to Facebook, to, sure. you know, to, to work with. Um, so let's just say we have a good sizable list. We upload that in our customers in there. These are customers. These are people who have paid us money. So this is probably our warmest audience possible, right? Mm-hmm. So we can uh, cross-promote them. We can cross-sell, you know, if they bought product A, do we have another product that's complementary uh, to that product that we can offer them? Mm-hmm. You know, are we, you know, I don't know, are we doing a, a, a live event or something? I don't know, mm-hmm. like something that's complementary to whatever they bought. Are we upselling them into something else, um, and, you know, and making a, a sort of some sort of cross-promotion there? Then outside of that, uh, you definitely want to be making a lookalike audience or mm-hmm. several lookalike audiences out of that one audience. And essentially look like, I think we talked about it before on past episodes sure. together is that, you know, you're telling Facebook, Hey, go find me other people on Facebook with similar attributes 
as the people in this base audience, if you will. So in this case here, we're talking about the customer list. Mm -hmm. So find me other people with similar attributes as my customers, as people who are paying me money. Mm -hmm. And then from there, that's considered a cold audience, right? Because those people don't necessarily know who you are. So that's an opportunity for you to, um, you know, start, start targeting those people with some sort of offer. So I would definitely be leveraging that customer list to cross promote and also be creating lookalike audiences and those lookalike audiences, they go from 1% to 10%. And so, um, you know, 1% being the most, uh, the closest match, the closest match that, um, with those personal attributes as the people who are on your customer list all the way up to 10%, which is, you know, the most broad. Okay. And that brings up another thing that's really important to talk about right now with, is the size of the audience. Mm -hmm. So the, the bigger, the size of the audience, that don't mean starting off with necessarily, you know, an audience the size of like 10 million people. But if you can get that audience size to about a million people, uh, you're giving the algorithm more data to work with. Okay. And so that's very different than what we were looking at even say like a year ago. Yeah. I but in, yeah, in this day and age, you know, if the, if you can get the audience size to at least a million people, you're setting yourself up more for success at that point because you're giving the algorithm more data to work with. And then if you start looking at those lookalike audiences, that 1% is going to start off at, the, you know, around 2 million people. Mm. So that's why it's such a, you know, such a great strategy if you're, if you're creating a lookalike audience out of those customers. Okay. That's, that's really good because, you know, years ago, years ago, like a year and a half ago, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. pe people were saying to really narrow it down. So you weren't targeting as many because you wanted to be more precise with yep. the targeting. Um, yep. We are still being able to do that, but now that we're giving them that base set, we're really mm -hmm. getting a lookalike that they can base their decision on as far as I'm saying Facebook to targeting that they're going to find us that type of audience and they can yep. find it a lot in a lot larger uh, of totally. an audience. So, th okay, that's cool. The other thing, and this is something that we're playing around with right now in, in the new brand that we've been working with, um, is we're playing around with Messenger. Okay. Yes. And I want to dig into that because there's a lot yep. of discussion. It's the net, it's the new shiny object, all that stuff. <laughs> but my yep. thought process on this, and we, we'll dig in, but this is my yep. thought process, right? Like, cool. let's say I have an email list and I'm being able to message these people on email, but those people are also on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not, but let's say that they are. So I upload that list. Uh, our thought is to also get them on a messenger list because yep. now I have two ways to contact them and drop a pixel. So this way here, I've got them on another custom audience inside of Facebook. So I have technically three assets in a sense. Um, one of them that I totally own, the other two I really don't. But mm -hmm. basically now I could send my message of whatever, a product, a live event, whatever, out to three different channels that they could pot potentially see that message. What's your thoughts on that? Well, a hundred percent. So I just want to kind of clarify that. Cause you mentioned, so you have your, like, let's just say you have your email list. So yep. you're emailing your list. You're mm -hmm. uploading that email list into Facebook. So you're going to retarget those people. Yep. Um, you know, you've got your pixel on your website, for example. So you're building audiences of those people visiting your website so you can retarget those people. And now we're talking about messenger, mm. um, you know, as another channel to communicate with them. hundred percent agree with all that. Okay. Now, um, you know, and, and we talk about, you hear, you hear open rates and click rates oh, being thrown around about, about messenger. That. I want to talk about that. I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous. And right. I say that in a good way, like it's super, super high. Um, now 
when what if you when you do messenger because i want to say well let's let's i'll say if you do messenger okay one of the big mistakes i see people making is that they treat it as push marketing mm -hmm. meaning like they're just pushing out stuff mm -hmm. they're just saying hey i have this product or i have this course or i have this whatever it is click the link and, and they send the link and go do it you know mm -hmm. you can't approach it that way i mean you have so Technically, uh, you know, with with it with with Facebook's policies, you have a 24 hour window after right. the last engagement with that person. So, for example, if I'm in, if somebody messages me, um, you know, for the first time and then I interact back, you've got a 24 hour window after that to do that sort of push message, push marketing. So you can push them a, a, a some sort of offer at that point. But outside of that, you technically cannot be. It's against policy to be pushing those messages out. Um, I just did a live event. I, I had one of my live events here, uh, in San Diego last weekend and this whole topic of messenger came up and people were, were one woman I remember talking about, like, she's like, I hate, um, I, I feel like it's so intrusive when people are messaging me, when, when marketers are messaging me within, um, messenger. And I, you know, I'm always really curious to hear, you know, people's thoughts and why they're thinking that. And it's that reason is that, you know, this is like a private, this is like their inbox. This mm. is their inbox, you know, and, and granted, we're talking about a couple of different, couple of different things here. So if you are sending a message to them within their messenger inbox versus you're sending a message sending a, 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 doing a Facebook ad, uh, in the newsfeed, having them click on the ad and then that starting a messenger conversation. Those are a couple of different things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think where you're going with this, Scott, is like the whole, you know, bot and messaging, you know, automation and stuff like that. You really want to lead with, uh, value mm -hmm. and you want to lead with permission based stuff. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, Hey, um, you know, you could do, you could do polls, you can do, uh, surveys, you can ask for feedback. You can say, Hey, um, have a new podcast. I had a new podcast episode come out. It's about X, Y, Z. Would you like to learn more mm. or would you know, we you know, you know, you ask them if they, for whatever the, you know, do they want to take the next step? Sure. All, and always too, giving them the option to unsubscribe. Like right. you, if don't, they don't, if you don't want to, you don't want them on your, on your messenger list if they don't want to be there. Right. right? That's the biggest mistake I see people make is it's they they treat it as push marketing. And that's what this person was saying at my event where she was saying, you know what? It's intrusive. They're just pushing these messages and like that's going to turn people off really, really quickly. I see it as being a way to just notify people of new content or something that could lead to possibly a sale, but not directly. That's how Correct. I see that I would yep. like to use it. And we're, we're playing around with, uh, actually we're doing a giveaway right now, um, for our new brand. So it's actually, um, you know, signing up to win something in 30 days, but then also leading with, uh, you know, at the very end, uh, you know, you ask them if they would like to receive this free information about, you know, a tip or whatever, or, yep. you know, do you want to see how to catch, you know, more bass in a pond? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. yes, if you do no, you know, that's fine or whatever. And then you always have their, you know, you know what, I think whatever it says there is like, you know, uh, uh, type stop or click here to, to stop and, yep. or whatever. Yep. So you just need that stuff in there. But to me, it's just another way to remind people that you sent them something or a link over to a piece of content that you're amplifying that could have a sales message in it. I think that's, the better approach yes. in my opinion. Yep. Um, but the marketers are going to abuse it. We both know that. 
I, I agree. And it's, again, if you lead with value and you lead with like, you know, posing it as a question, like, yeah. Hey, would you like to know more about X? Absolutely. And then if within that message that you, that they go to is, I don't know, whatever, an opt-in or offer or sale or whatever yeah. it is like, okay, cool. But you're giving them the option to, um, to go over there. Yeah. And, and the way, hold on a second. Just, yeah. I just want to get this, get this straight and make sure that people are understanding this. And maybe you can even say if this is good or bad, but like we have a thing there, right? An ad that's running that's saying like, you know, win this ultimate fishing package, let's say, right. And then they click on the ad, they go over and it says, would you like to enter to win? Yes or no. If they say yes, it takes them to the landing page. If it says no, it basically just stops sending them stuff. Yes. I mean, and I would even add a little bit, maybe another sentence to, to, to that and just saying, Hey, you know, I don't, you have to remember, like, we have to remember how, like, like that, like that person, the example I just showed, like mm -hmm. I just talked about, she's like, look, this is like a, this is my inbox, you yeah, know? Yeah. So this is a personal thing. So how, how would you be talking to somebody in that sort of environment? You know, you could be something, you know, I don't know off the top of my head, like, Hey, um, Hey, and you could put their first name. Like you could say, Hey, Chris, we're doing a, we're doing a fun giveaway over here where we're giving away blah, blah, blah. You know, would you like, you know, would you like to learn how you can enter? Yes or no. Yeah. And then that can trigger like the next, the next step. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, just keep there, it conversational. There, yeah. There, there is more in there than I said. I'm just going sure, off the top sure, of my head, sure. but yeah, there's, there's definitely, you know, you're explaining what the ultimate package is. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to, you know, if you'd like to have a chance to, to win this, then, you know, whatever. And then immediately after that, we also have, um, where if they want to, you know, receive five amazing fishing tips or whatever. Right. Totally. And then, totally. so then again, you're adding more value, not just the thing. Um, and we've been, I mean, we've just started it like literally maybe two days ago. And, um, I mean, we've got a little messenger list of about 250 people and I think we're spending 35 cents, you know, a piece. Yeah. So it's pretty cheap and you're building another, yep. uh, another, and we're pixeling them and we're getting people that are on our email list as well. So Absolutely. it's a little bit more yeah. hoops to jump through for them, but that means they've also said yes more than someone just clicking one button and saying yes. Um, now I want, I want to learn, is this, is it really, is this a really your, your, a new niche that you're serving? No, it's not the fishing market. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, Cause I'm like, wait, tell me more. Okay. Yeah, no, no, well, no. I, I do want to go back to something you said when you first started, you know, this, the, this topic of messenger, you said it's the shiny object, right? Yeah. I really want to like drive this point home for everybody listening is that look, messenger is the shiny, sexy, uh, you know, channel right now and yep. has been for a little while. It is not the solution though, for, you know, not understanding how to market your business. Right. 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 Because people want to jump right in because it's what everyone's talking about is because it's the shiny object when they don't have, you know, a good understanding of their target audience. They don't necessarily know, how they're truly serving them. They don't have a funnel that's in place that's converting and working and mm. all this other stuff. Don't jump to Messenger as a solution for that stuff. Get the foundations, you know, the foundational stuff down first, and then you can look at Messenger as an additional, you know, channel and strategy that can add to and complement everything that you're doing. Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly what I I say, and that that's exactly what yep. we've done because we we already had it working with an email funnel in a sense, right? Like we already had exactly. the offer. Yep. We already had, we knew that people wanted it. We knew it was converting. Um, and we knew that our leads were the right leads and all of that stuff. So now we just basically took all that and just 
put it into the messenger, you know, form or the funnel, you know, in a sense to where, and you know, and I've heard all different, all different like numbers thrown out there, but they're like, you know, messenger will probably be the next 12 to 18 months. And then it'll be not as effective because everyone else is going to come in. They're going to ruin it. They're going to be more changes. I don't know if I agree, but I do kind of agree that things will change and it might not be as easy as it is right now in a sense. Um, but you know, should you jump in just because it's hot right now? No. Uh, if you're at that point, like you said, that you have an offer that's been converting over on the other side and you want to bring it to this, then yes. Yeah. Um, but not just because it's the new sexy thing. Cause I believe the messenger list that you're building is again, owned by Facebook, right? If you get your account banned, you're screwed. Like, what do you do? We have to remember too, that, you know, Facebook is looking for additional opportunities to serve ads. Like where else can they serve ads? Because, you know, we talked about before they reached that ad load in the newsfeed a while ago. And so they're looking for new areas and new ways to, to serve ads in a way that does serve its user base. And Mm -hmm. messenger certainly is one of those platforms, but then, you know, WhatsApp is, uh, you know, is another platform that they own that they're not monetizing yet. I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, and it's a messenger platform, right? So it's just a matter of time that if you can play around with messenger now and get it down to like, you know, get learning how to do it properly, you know, it's only going to help you when they open up a platform like WhatsApp to, to monetize and serve mm. ads on there. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I love it. Let, let's talk uh, quickly about opens and clicks. Cause this is a big yeah. one and I hear a lot of big numbers and okay, let's just kind of set the stage right for email and for years now, it's been like a good open rate generally after you've obviously, you know, sent a few messages, the, the first couple of messages, if you have a really strong offer will be higher. But as you start to have that list and you start to, to, you know, maybe email them once a week or whatever, that will slowly drop a little bit. But let's say the standard is like 20, 25%, maybe sometimes a little lower, but if you're doing good 20 to 25%, does that sound about yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's, Sounds a little bit high, but okay. yeah, for, it's, okay. it's about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. then, then I mean, then good. We're doing some things right because that's about what we're getting. So good. Cool. Uh, yep. So okay. Now on the messenger side of things, I've been hearing like ninety percent opens and fifty fifty percent yeah. click through. So as you're as you were talking there, I, I opened up my. Um, so we use ManyChat um, yep, as our yep. as our platform. I'm also looking at Opesta. O-P-E-S-T-A as another platform that was started by actually one of my early students, um, Ethan, uh, Ethan Sigmund. So um, we're going to we're going to start playing around with that. But as you were talking there, I opened up my stats here and just like just recently, the last couple ones that we did, I'm looking at uh, 81 percent open rate, Mm -hmm. 88 percent open rate. Uh, 92 percent, 93% open rate, uh, and then click rates ranging anywhere from 11% up to 30%. Okay. <laughs> where, where, where a normal click rate in an email, I mean, is probably anywhere between say one and 4% ish. Yeah. 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 Somewhere in there. Yeah. That, so that sounds yeah, right. I mean the, the open and the click rates are ridiculous. Okay. But here's my argument. Okay. Okay. Is cool. on the 80 to 90%. We, I mean, and maybe it's not happening still. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but if you're on desktop, a lot of times that art that automatically opens. Okay. So if you're on desktop, mm-hmm. if you're on mobile, I'm not sure if that's, I've been hearing things that people are saying, yeah, but that number is skewed because if it's autom- automatically opening, that doesn't mean that you read it. So the more true, important one true. for me, the po- more important one for me is the click. Yeah. Right. And a 30 to 40, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, so let's, let's just say that the open rates are skewed. 
let's look at the 30% clicks, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, to me, that's what got me excited. Like, I actually, um, do you know Mike Jackness? Yeah, I've had him on the show. Oh, yep. you have? Cool. Yeah, yep. love Mike. Well, Mike and I are buddies, and he was at uh, Seller, uh, Seller Summit as well, and he did a whole presentation on ManyChat and um, how he built a 30,000, you know, uh, messenger list, and and he was talking about, like, his opens, and they were, like, you know, 88% and then, like, 42%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on his clicks. And so, and I was about ready to challenge him on it because I'm like, okay, that's great. You're open, right? I mean, who knows? They're not automatically opening. That's great, but I want to click. And he was, you know, no, there's 42%. I'm like, all right, I'm sold. Like that sold me because that's proof that it had to get clicked. You can't just automatically click that. But the open, even if it is being auto open for whatever reason, and it's just not being seen, that's one yep. thing. Um, yep. So just for people out there that might be thinking the same thing that I was, it's more about the click to me, really. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're, it's going to be higher again because it is still a very much an underserved sure. opportunity, yep. you know? Yep. And so that's why it's like, hey, marketers, don't don't ruin it, you know? Right. It's like use it the right way so that people aren't turned off and they're like, you know, just skipping over this stuff when they see it um, in their messenger box, you know? We also, we also use it, Scott, from a – we use it very low uh, part of the funnel as okay. well. Okay. Where we'll do an ad, like I mentioned before, we'll do an ad in the newsfeed where um, if we're doing a launch or something like that, I mean, you can do it wherever, but you can say, um, hey, have a question about whatever it is that you're offering. Click, you know, click the button below to talk to my team and me right now and we'll answer your questions. And that has worked extremely well. We've done that a lot mm. in in our launches where, you know, coming down the last couple of days and people come on, you know, click the button, they come on, they're messaging. We're like, we're interacting with them right there. And then, you know, answering whatever questions that they have and moving them to a sale, uh, using messenger. And it's just, you know, it's a super, super effective, uh, strategy. So, so that there though, is it actually, it's not like you don't have like pre like set questions. Cause I, I've seen some bots where you can kind of like, you know, have a frequently asked questions thing and then it'll come yeah. back. Is yours more like while you're during, during a launch or if you were doing like a heavy promotion, you're actually, you or someone on your team is going to be actually be answering them. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you could do it both ways. But the what I'm talking about here is you no, know, like this is an actual human right there, either myself or or somebody on the team no, ready like to that. answer people's questions. I, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And again, if people know that it's it's really someone there, I think because the bot thing is being pushed a lot. So people are going to be thinking, oh, yeah, it's one of these bot things. You know, yep. I'm, it's not really a person. It's just like a pre-populated question and an answer. Uh, but if it's actually a human, you know, I, I think it, that's that's huge. I actually call it out too. So if I am doing some sort of automation, you know, some sort of bot in the, in messenger, I'll, I'll say, Hey, this is the Rick bot. Like okay. I'll call it out right, and, right, I'll, right. and I'll let people know. And okay. then, you know, there, but we also have lots of funnels too, where, you know, we'll reach a point where then there's, you know, an actual, like either usually it's somebody on my team jumping in, um, to, to actually answer, you know, mm. a question. Okay. Um, it's funny because the people will message me on my, on my Facebook page. We're not even talking about bot stuff, but they'll message me and I'll actually respond. And they're like, Oh, this is that, you know, this is a bot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no dude, it's, <laughs> it's, it's me. And it, you know, kind of freaks them out. So yeah, whatever you can, whenever you can, you know, sort of, uh, get that human element in there. I think it goes a long way. Yeah, it does. It, it does for sure. All right. One last question, then we'll wrap up. I think we covered a ton here. Um, and it gave some people, uh, some things to think about. Um, is far as ads right now, what is, mm -hmm. what is working like right now that if you were to set up a new ad for a, a new brand, let's say, um, yep. 
what would be your first go-to or what would be maybe something you would split test? Like what, what's working right now that, that you would say, we got to create an ad like that. Yeah. We're still like still video for okay. sure. Okay. Um, and there's been, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to call it a trend, but go, I mean, cause it really always has been this way, but there was so much talk and we also did the longer form stuff too, but getting much, much better at the shorter video. Okay. And I'm talking up to about 60 seconds, maybe not going longer than say, um, two minutes at tops, maybe, you know, minute and a half getting better at that short, you know, <clears throat> short video that they can consume very quickly. Um, and not being afraid to sequence people through a video, meaning like show them a video, you're building an engagement audience of people who are watching a certain percentage of that video. And then based on that audience, you show them the next video, for mm. example. So, uh, so video number one, and then also number two video with uh, Instagram stories. So oh. Instagram story ads, which are going to be 15 second videos are still a massive opportunity because not many people are doing it. Mm-hmm. And they have been some of our, our most success, our successful um, uh, ads that we've done over the past several months. Um, a lot of students doing it. I know a lot of people, just colleagues and stuff like that are doing it. So Instagram story video ads, which again are these 15 second videos are doing really, really well. Uh, you know, they give you that swipe up feature, which um, you don't have organically unless you have more than 10,000 followers. So really, really effective strategy. So short video, both on Facebook and, uh, on Instagram. So Instagram story, and also in the Instagram newsfeed up to a 60 second video, uh, on there, all stuff you should definitely be trying out. Yeah. We, we've been playing around for TAS stuff. We've been playing around with Instagram, um, yep. ads in the newsfeed. So the 60 second, but we haven't played around with the stories. So what's the, what's the criteria for that? I mean, just 15 seconds. I mean, okay. you got 15, you're, you're going to do it. You're going to record it like 15 times to try to get your message within the 15 seconds. <laughs> okay. But you know, you want, you want to make the video, you know, like native to the platform. So right. you want to make it look like it's, you know, it's the type of video that you would see within an Instagram story as you're, as you're scrolling through your stories. So, you know, get your message, you know, get your message there. If you can be entertaining, obviously, because that's the type of, you know, platform or that type of, that's what, the, that's what people are looking for sure. in that, in the video, but have some con, you know, have be helpful and have a call to action. That's, it's, it's, it's kind of all an art. 15, yeah, all in 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Yeah, right, that's crazy. Exactly. That's a challenge. Then, yeah, it give people the, the, the uh, call to action to swipe up, you know? So, yeah, like, that's why I said it's going to take you a while to get it down to 15 seconds, but when you can, they're really, really effective. So, okay, and then the other thing is you mentioned you, you need 10,000 uh, followers. Is that to run an ad or is that just be, to have the swipe up feature? Just the swipe up feature, you know, from an organic standpoint. So, so so for example, I don't have 10,000, um, you know, followers on Instagram yet. So in my stories, I can't tell people to swipe up. So, cause I don't have that, I don't have that feature, but if I run an ad as an Instagram story ad, the swipe up feature comes with that, you know, it's like, that's part of it. I got you. Okay. So that's okay. That, that makes total sense. And then, so the people that you can target in those stories, are they people that again, that would be in your audiences that you're building in Facebook? Yeah. 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 It's the same. It's the same backend. It's the same platform. Okay. And that's what the I same, thought. You know, 
with okay. an ads manager there. That's the other thing. That's the other thing too, Scott, is that if you have an Instagram business profile, mm -hmm. you can be building an audience of people who are engaging with your Instagram business profile. Ah, okay. So it's another engagement audience that you can be building and then in turn create a lookalike audience out of. So mm. again, a lot of opportunities there to, to build those custom audiences. But yeah, as far as targeting goes, it's all the same targeting that you have available to your, to, uh, in within uh, ads manager. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we, we covered a ton and we just uh, ripped through a lot of stuff. We did. We did. We absolutely did. And, uh, I, I want to thank you again for taking some time out. We'll definitely have you back and, uh, and get another update when things are uh, changing and evolving. Um, yeah, just wanted to say thanks for coming on. Is there anything you want to end with as far as any last little bits of tips and maybe tell people where they can go to check out more about, uh, about you and, and what yeah, you're up no, to? I I appreciate that. First of all, thanks again for having me back on. I, I always love coming on the chat, uh, chat with you about this stuff. I would say don't get discouraged with all the the changes that are happening. Yeah. You know, like this is going to filter out people who aren't serious about advertising and marketing their business on Facebook, which is good for us advertisers who do take it seriously. True. Roll with the changes. I think that was a Ario Speedwagon song, right? From like <laughs> yeah. the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll, roll with these changes that are happening. It's okay. Uh, just know that being on the platform you got to be okay with things changing, um, pretty frequently, but stay up on those changes. Don't, uh, don't get discouraged there. Um, and then as far as, you know, checking out my, the art of pay traffic podcast is, um, is my podcast where we're talking about this stuff all the time on a weekly basis. And, um, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Yeah, definitely go check out the podcast, guys. Uh, it's, it's awesome. It's full of gold, uh, golden nuggets. And uh, yeah, I always recommend Rick to anyone that asks about Facebook, Facebook ads, all that fun stuff. So uh, Rick, once again, man, I want to thank you. I know you're a busy guy. Um, look forward to hanging out with you sometime too when we uh, Absolutely. We're at a, Let's go. a event or something. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. again, man. I appreciate it. All right. So there you go. I don't know about you, but every time I get done talking about this stuff, I get even more excited because there's so much opportunity out there. Now, with that being said, we don't need to do everything. So I want you to take a breath. I want you to, you know, relax a little bit and say, okay, what can I use from what I just learned? Or maybe you got to go back and listen to it again, or maybe you need to go to the show notes and really download the transcripts or download the show notes. So this way here, you have these things to remind you of what you need to do or what you can do. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 522, that Facebook training that I mentioned, that's a great way to start if you've never even thought about Facebook ads yet. If you're not there yet at the advanced side of things, start at the beginning. I would definitely go check that out. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. Again, I'll link all of this up in the show notes. The Art of Paid Traffic is Rick's podcast. I've been on there a few times. He's a good friend of mine now, and he is the go-to guy. Whenever I am at an event and someone asks me after I start talking about what we're doing in our business and uh, you know list building and all of that stuff, when, you come, when it comes down to traffic, right now Facebook ads or Facebook in general is a great platform for that. Now with them offering us to do a little bit of marketing inside of the messenger, inside of people's Facebook inbox, is another thing that we can leverage, right? So there's things that are happening fast that we can adapt to our business, but where do you go? Where do you find the right resource? I always point people to Rick because I know Rick is doing it right. I know he's going to do things within Facebook's terms of service, and I know that he's just a straight up good guy. 
All right. So I would definitely recommend checking him out. All right. And let me just end with this today. All right. When you're doing this type of stuff, if I was to like say there's one skill, one skill that if you could master would be this right here. And that is not just Facebook ads, paid traffic. If you can figure out paid traffic and get it to convert and build a list of customers and leads and really build your brand using paid, it's going to speed up the process. All right. And once you figure that out and Again, I say figure it out. You're going to be learning all the time because things change. There's new marketing things that you can be doing, but really it comes down to understanding your market, where they are, and we talked about that in this episode, and if you skip past that part, you want to go back because we talked about how to really laser target your ideal customer. And then from there, put the offer or the messaging in front of the right person. Your conversions will be higher because it's the right message match. All right. So just understand you're learning marketing, but you're also learning in this, in this case, how to convert paid traffic. It's a huge skill set to have. And if there's one thing that I say, if you can get really good at, this would be one of them. This is a huge skill set that I think a lot of people don't realize that if you have this, you can plug this into just about any business because all businesses need what traffic, right? So why not go out there and figure it out and learn as you go, but test have fun with it. Emerge yourself in one side of the paid traffic. I, I would definitely not say do YouTube and do, you know, inst- even Instagram. I would even hold off on that until you get the Facebook ads thing working or at least one of them. All right. So that's it, guys. That is going to wrap it up. Hopefully you got a ton of value from this. I will be having Rick back on to give us more updates, but definitely go check out his podcast. Check out those trainings that I said and definitely go check out the the show notes to this episode. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.